Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome. Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. You know what Thursday is, Beyond Small Talk Day. Real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And my name is Jackie Janik, your co-host today, women's empowerment coach, helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And today you're watching Beyond Small Talk. And I know I say it a lot of weeks that I'm excited for co-hosts. And I'm, I truly am excited for every single co-host. But today is Anna Goldstein. And she's super special to me because she was my first ever life coach oh my god like I'm nervous and I see you on there I'm like nervous to talk to you and I'm so excited I just can't even so Anna is a life coach she's a profit with purchase I'm sorry I'm so excited I'm tripping over my words Anna uh profit with purpose podcast host and she is an Amazon bestseller with her new book coming out shortly be bold a guide to unbreakable confidence and that's what we're going to be talking about today and we're getting her on right now um i'm sorry anna it just said that you needed the latest version of instagram to join oh my god i'm so sorry that i did that to you i should have told you that before um is there any way that you can go to your um software and update that I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Anna. If you could, again, if you hear me, can you go to your IG and update your software? I know, like IG keeps doing this to everybody and I'm like, okay, she'll be right back, quick. So while she's doing that, let me just fill you in real quick. Again, my history with Anna, we started back in 2008. I saw Anna, like literally I wrote down the date, October 13, 2008. And this is like a different era where I don't even think Instagram was in existence then, right? But Facebook was. So I found her on Facebook and why I was like, I'm gonna work with hers because her handle is self in the city and I was like ah oh, just like sex in the city so let me go work with her I was about I was 30 I was around 30 ish and um my love life was like toxic in the shitter it was pretty bad and oh my husband who happens that was the relationship back then um usually he doesn't listen to this so but anyway i've told him anyway he knows our relationship was in the shitter so that's why i um sought out a life coach now what's different between a life coach and a therapist is life coach works on present moving forward um they ask really great questions that um stretch you it's you remain curious and just i don't know it, it just seemed more um um, progressive to me than doing a therapist right so I was like okay um, so we started and we met in this little cafe in Chelsea on 8th Avenue and we just she just always asked me the most awesome questions and I have to tell you when you work with a life coach as much as you love them to death and a really good life coach will stretch you like beyond where sometimes you're just looking at them and be like I just don't want to answer your question <laughs> And those kind of feelings came up a little bit before we just started. I was like, are you kidding? Uh, Anna, oh my God, can you stop asking me such like hard questions that just makes me like, gets me to the core. So one of the questions where, she, what she asked, which you might not think, okay, she's back. You might not think is a hard one is called how much longer? Sound like a tough question, but for some it is. Me, it wasn't. My answer, two weeks. 
two weeks, I said to her. Came back, we were in. Hi, Anna. Hey, Jackie. Oh, my God. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I see you're in, like, beautiful, sunny Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? It's just so nice to be outside. To get, like, some fresh air. I'm missing the fresh air. It's finally nice in New York, so that this is just, like, you just want to be outside. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just telling a little story about how you're my first life coach, and I'm, like, nervous but so excited that you agreed to even come on here. I'm like, you're big time. You have a book on Amazon. Holy shit. <laughs> well, you're rocking it. I'm so proud of you. Not surprised by any means, but... You know, it's so funny that like here we are years later. It's 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 an honor for me to be with you when you doing your oh. own thing, making things happen. It's awesome. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. I know. Doesn't it feel like because after I mean, after you, I got into coaching halfway because like what we work together. I went to NYU because you went to NYU. And I was like, well, if Anna did it, like, that's the place to go. And then when you have like your first few clients, and I don't know what number I was, I know I was like more in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like they're like my little babies. And like, you watch them grow. And I had a co host like a few weeks ago, Alex, who started this whole women of culture. I'm like, Oh, I feel like you're like my child. And you just like blossomed, right? <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. It's, I mean, it, it, it brings me so much joy, which is obviously why I do what I do to see other people blossom, right? Which is, it's, it's just, you, you understand because you're doing that now and it's so awesome. Yeah, it just feels good. Anyway, I wanted to talk more about your book. Of course, I pre-ordered it. Everyone, again, is called Be Bold, The Guide to Unbreakable Confidence. And it also comes with such a great, um, like, workshop, like a little, some videos, some downloads. So you get that for free. So go to Amazon. We'll put this in our um, info from where to go. But what inspired you to write a book? Has this been brewing for you? Like, what, why'd you say a book? Oh, it's interesting. I've always wanted to write a book, but I had this limiting belief that I wasn't sure if I really could, right? And I wasn't sure if I knew how or what to write it on and how to go through that whole process, right? So I feel like I got lucky. I do believe that you plant... I'm, I'm a big believer in planting seeds. So I kind of view... Um, my life and I view also how I run my business as always planting seeds, right? Like, like we're planting seeds right now. Like everything you do is planting seeds and then from nurturing those seeds, things grow and, and things happen. And so I feel lucky in the sense where a publishing company found me and they invited me to write on the topic of confidence, which I absolutely love this topic because it comes up in almost all my conversations with people, like the root of what's really going on in all areas is that most of the time what's getting in our way is fear. And so we think that we need to have more confidence so that we can get the things that we want or cultivate the things that we want when really it's learning to work with fear. So, you know, I had been coaching at the point that I got the publishing contract. I had been coaching for maybe 13 years, maybe more. Um, and in my head, it was, it became very clear on this process of 
how to actually teach what I've been doing with clients for so many years. And so I take people through a process where chapter one really starts with the voice in your head because that's also been my biggest struggle. And I hear, and I've had the, the good fortune of being able to hear so many different people's thoughts, thoughts about themselves, thoughts about their life. And we're so similar in so many ways, you know, because we all have, no matter how much somebody has accomplished, no matter what position somebody holds, everybody has a negative voice in their head. And so, um, I find that to be helpful when, because it's so easy to glorify other people as being better, having it more together, more figured it out, or maybe it's easier for them because fill in the blank, they have more time, more money, more this, you know, whatever we, we think right from the outside, but from the inside, it could be a whole different story. And I think just, my goal in some regard is to kind of level the playing field that we all have this negative voice in our head that it's not because we so easily can feel like something's wrong with us or that even we can feel bad for having negative thoughts or feel like we need to have it figured out before we take action and our thoughts need to be fully aligned like i believe in myself which isn't really true. So I really, I mean, yeah, that didn't happen with this beyond small talk. Yeah. Like I've been, wa like I wanted to always be like since college, I was like, Oh, I want a mic. And I just like, that was in my head. But then I thought, um, I'm 44. Who wants to hear me? I have an accent. I trip over my words. It's a pandemic. I was like, who's going to come on and talk to me? Like everything went through my head. That was like, no, you can't do it. No, you can't do it. Why would like, and it still does. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, every once in a while, I don't really listen to myself after <laughs> because I will, like, never get back on. Yet, some of the other things that I hear is, like, you know, I'm helping people, like, sharing people's stories, providing experts that I love connection and community that – same thing. It's like, how do I navigate those fears? And with me, confidence is just building um, more repetition, like doing this more and more. My um, fear level has gotten smaller. Like it's a little still pit in my stomach when I start, but I think that's a good one. Like that's not like a, a crippling fear. It's more of like, oh my God, I'm so excited. This is where I feel like I shine. I even say, tell myself, showtime. Like, but not showtime that this isn't really me. Like, this is, this is still really me. Like, I'm not faking this. <laughs> but it's just how much truly, like, the joy comes out in doing this. So I hear, it's good to know that um, it's still just not me that has this, like, crazy talk in my head. Yeah, so, look, I've been podcasting even for four years, over four years. And it's still, like, you know, when I, when I interview someone, I still have that a little bit of fear there. And I don't think, I don't know if it goes away. I mean, it definitely has decreased um, with repetition, like you said. But I think that some of it is, is normal. And I think like part of what I want to do with, with being able to recognize the negative voice in your head is normalize that so that mm. it doesn't stop you from taking action or that fear doesn't stop you from taking action. Because after you take that action, like it, you feel so good and that's how you yeah. 
confidence is, is it's after you take the action that you were afraid to take. And then I think about like, well, what was all the fear really about? Like, what, what was that fear really about? Half of it is like a real, I'm really good at like storytelling and making things up and I'm good with just making it bigger. Um, I was, I was reading our past emails from like literally 2008 and you said in one of them, um, think ink. And I was like, that's so such a smart little thing I've been thinking that writing your fears down, you were like, write those down. Because when you get it out of your head onto paper, I don't know if you include that in the book. But I was like, that's such a good tip. Think, think. Yeah, think with ink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it does when it gets it out of your head, it doesn't swirl around as much. Um, but yeah, I think I, you know, look, I think it's part of our nature we're wired for safety. That's fundamental, mm -hmm. right? So anytime you're doing anything new, you know, or going into the unknown, it's a little bit scary, you know? And, and so it's learning to kind of recognize and, and befriend that fear, right? So chapter one is the voice in your head. I think chapter two is befriend the fear. Um, I don't want to give it all away, but... <laughs> But it's really important to recognize that, okay, there's fear there and you can have fear and, but you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to become the fear. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's learning to recognize, oh, hi, fear, I see you, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna control my choices and my actions. I hear that voice, right? Like you still hear the voice. Sorry for the, the loud cars in Florida. <laughs> but you still hear the voice, but you're, then you're able to say, okay, I see you, I hear you, but I still want to take this action. I still want to have my beyond small talk conversations, right? Like, yeah. so you're still able to, to move through it. Yeah, and that's the important part because, like, what's at the other end? You said it feels good, right? So, so what if you know, you move through it, say you don't become the one with the fear and the outcome is maybe something you didn't think. Maybe you didn't feel good afterwards. Does that ever happen? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> sometimes, right? And things, are, things aren't going to go as planned. Um, but I think in my experience, like, which I can really only speak from my experience and even hearing um, clients' stories is you still feel good that you overcame that, that limitation that you felt in your head. Does that make sense? You still feel like, mm -hmm. you know what, maybe it didn't, maybe I'm disappointed in the outcome and it wasn't exactly, it didn't exactly happen as I wanted, but I still feel good that I did it. You know, maybe, you, yeah. you, you know, maybe it's like, this is, this is a, this is a good example, right? Because maybe you're applying to a job or you're an entrepreneur and you want to reach out to somebody who you're a little afraid to reach out to. So I wanted to reach out to, to pitch myself to a podcast. And I thought about this for so long. I mean, Jackie, this was months. I thought about how am I going to pitch it? Really want to be on the show. I did like an, I did like, you know, a pitch and then I rewrote it. Then I was looking for their email. I mean, this took me months. Finally, I sent the email and they were like, oh, sorry, we're not accepting guests right now, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I can't believe I waited like four months to 
to send that email. So the outcome wasn't what I wanted, but I still felt good that I took the action. And I was like, why did I wait so long? Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's, it's, you know, it's, I do think it gets with practice, it, you want to, you want to shorten those time frames. So now like I'm pitching myself to podcasts and, you know, no problem. But it's just funny to think how we all do it. You know, it's like no matter what level, I'm sure, I'm sure Oprah still has some fear. Like she's still human. I, I would hope some fear for Oprah. She can't be like all the time. Like, so we're talking about like unbreakable confidence. Like, I don't think anyone has confidence 24 seven, right? Is that basically what we're saying? Yeah, like, that's basically what I'm saying. Is that, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, that that's like, you, you gotta, we're human. And so we have to embrace that human side, right? This survival instinct in us wants to stay safe. The survival instinct will tell us negative things so that we do stay, stay safe. I think really my, my intention is really to reframe confidence from this idea of like, I have it all together, or like I have to look a certain way to feel confident. Like, you know, there I spent years wanting a flat belly so that I could feel better about myself, so I could beat a guy. Now my belly hangs from having a baby and I feel more confident than ever. So, you know, we, th- we think that confidence comes from these external factors of like, you know, when I get this or when I have this, then I'll feel confident. And really, confidence is really being able to be with your vulnerability and your weakness and not let it stop you. And it's really about, you know, it's really about being able to take action even when you're afraid, not waiting to feel confident and then take action because you'll be waiting a really long time. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Like there's always going to be some of that fear. And it's crazy that you say that because I've been really playing with this a lot because I've been thinking, well, I'm overweight. You know, like, oh, I just look so puffy. Like, I'm, you know, I gained some COVID weight. I did. It is what it is, right? Um, That tend to be my coping mechanism over the past year, just a little extra comfort food, right? (laughs) And, And then I'm thinking, like, why don't I just be in the moment and just like do it anyway? I was like, I, it might take me years to lose weight. I have no idea. I've been talking a lot. I've been going on this bit of this perimetopause challenge. Um, I'm in that season. I keep always like, I'm in the season of perimetopause. I don't feel like I'm old enough, but the body's telling me I am. Okay. So um, it's it's been challenging with some like emotions coming up and just whatever that it is. But my point is is like just go and do it anyway and then I think well how am I just going to go and do it anyway how do you say like how do you move on anyway just do it even though you have fear like well well first it's like what is it right like Hmm. what is the it that you really want to do so so many people when when you know one of the most common questions I ask people is what do you want and I can't tell you how many people say, I don't know. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. Well, if you don't know what you want, it's going to be really hard to get it, right? Or by default, you'll just get whatever you get, you know? So there's, there's a lot of sifting through, like, what is it that I really want, right? And when you identify that and you get clarity on what is it that I really want, start with one thing, right? 
there might be a whole list of things, but you know, maybe it's, maybe it's for you, Jackie, maybe it's that you want to feel more calm and peaceful. You know, it's identifying first, like, how do you want to feel? What is it that you want to go after that you're holding yourself back from, right? And then it's really about, okay, what's one really small thing that I can do? Small, right? That can move me in that direction, right? Because it's not the speed, it's the direction. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it takes you a year, two years, many things that I wanted took longer than I expected. Um, some things took less time, but something many times they take longer than I think they're going to. So it's, but it's reminding yourself you're heading in that direction, right? So, um, I'm trying to think of something really concrete here. Um, you know, so things things can change rather rather quickly and they come from small changes like you're saying if if you want to feel more peaceful like maybe it's meditate for 5 minutes a day right or if you want to eat healthier it's maybe add something at something small that's easy that's attainable you know maybe it's drink more water right like these that's what i've been doing like little yeah. little subtle changes like that so i'm like always here like with my monitoring my water monitoring like times that it's just everything i turn off you know put the phone down turn the tv off and just sit with myself i think you know particularly a lot of women and or moms or working moms are always on the go and always in this movement and sometimes i think a bit competitive who has more to do right yeah. like i felt that a little a lot that i'm like oh no i like to take my 5 minutes for me yeah <laughs> and either and do whatever i want like i yeah. can sit i and sometimes i think for women it's even hard to just sit and do nothing like literally yeah. just sit with yourself and do nothing and how uncomfortable people get. I no longer get really uncomfortable doing that. I actually really like that's where I found peace. Like definitely during the um, pandemic too, I would have to step outside, even though in New York, they're like, don't leave your house, your apartment, but not being outside with nature. And I know nature in New York, but I live by the water, um, the East river, but it's still water yeah. <laughs> and there's still greens and there's still like grass on the yeah. ground. Um, just being aware that you, that to take those moments and I can even see people feel women sometimes fearful of even taking moments for themselves. Yeah. I think it gets harder when you become, um, because there's so much more to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about, you know, you mentioned like there's, there's a lot of society pressure on, on keeping up and being on this timeline and doing what everybody else is doing. And it, you know, that's part of the book about being bold is really living your life that's authentic to you. And it might look different from how other people think it should or what you, maybe even what you thought you should do, right? Mm -hmm. And really getting, you know, being bold and saying, this is what I want, even if it's different from what my friends are doing, what other moms are doing what my coworkers are doing and being bold enough to, to stand in your own and to first understand your, what, what your own heart is really saying, right? 
and then to actually act on it, you know, and, and so it's, it's also like, so I take people through a process from moving from their head into more into like their heart, their intuition, that type of thing, whatever you want to call it, your instincts, um, whatever resonates with you and really getting clarity on the different voices, right? So the voice in my head is really loud. It's kind of harsh, usually has this tone of like, you're not doing this, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not in some, 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 you know, melody like that, right? And it feels like it's really coming from my head. And moving people into, you know, quieting down that voice a little bit, or, or even just recognizing it and then and then understanding when I really want something, what does that feel like? And what's the pace of that voice? Because usually when I really want something, usually it's very quiet, mm. very slow, and it's very simple. It's usually like, do this. <laughs> you know, whereas the voice in my head is like rationalizing and trying to figure things out and, you know, putting myself down and... Um, so, you know, and learning to, to make the distinction between all of that thought to, you know what, I really want to go for this thing. And even though like, I'm a little bit scared of it, I still really, it would be really awesome to, to have that. Does that make Yeah. Well, that's total sense. And this is like how you coached me 13 years ago. Cause I remember coming to you saying, I want to get married. Okay was I behaving or doing or showing up or any voice in my head was aligned with that? Not at all. I'm all I always go back to that. I was like, Oh, yeah, I said I want this. And then this is what I did. Does this look like not at all. And then I keep saying you're the best question you ever said to me after that is like, how much longer? It was like, I said, I use that all the all the time to my husband now how much longer how much longer just tell me so I don't like nag him about it how much longer and when you said that to me my answer was two weeks and I kind of went buck wild for two weeks and then I remember coming back and we had our session in Chelsea and I was like okay I'm ready like I needed that time but I needed the question like I needed the whole process and I think yes knowing what you want but actually are you showing up for what you want and how are you showing up for what you want and are they aligned and because I wasn't back then (laughs) at all sometimes getting aligned is messy you know like we kind of think that like we just but usually it's a my experience it's it's been kind of messy, right? Like, because um, I remember your situation, you know, it's, it's where it wasn't so straightforward because yeah. even mm-hmm. I, as your coach, was like, I'm not sure which way this is going to go, but I trust that it, whatever's going to happen is, is meant to happen. And it was a beautiful thing because you got what you wanted, Right. And so it was really helpful for me because I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't on it wasn't on my time. It wasn't like this timeline. Like I I even remember the conversation that I had. And he's my husband now from after having it just like literally I remember another great thing you said to me was like, do I really stand in my truth? Meaning like, do I uh, what's the word like honor my word? Like I was saying one thing, but never honoring that. 
right? So I said, no, I won't be treated this way. And then allowing things to happen that didn't align. So it was right. Why would he believe me then saying it? Saying that, like, that was such like a, like a light bulb for me. And then when I really stood in my truth, he was like, holy shit, you're not joking this time. And I'm like, you're right. Why would you have believed me? Because I said it all these years before. So that's another thing that, like, just totally blew me away of, like, when you, your words have, you know, like, your words matter. And, but you have and, to back it up with the know. behavior. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think I, that's a great point, Jackie, because I, th I think sometimes we think we're being clear, which is why it's so helpful to have a coach, because we think we're being clear because in our head it makes sense. And we know this whole thing in our head and we don't realize that we're actually not. Because I think so often, like, you know, we're thinking about this scenario about what we want, right? Or 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 how we're lacking not having that right what usually what i found and tell me if you think this is true jackie is like okay so you wanted to get married but you actually were thinking about all the reasons why you weren't does that make mm -hmm. sense like usually yeah. when we want something we think about all the reasons why we don't have it we're not actually focused yeah. and aligned with what we want we're actually more aligned with what we don't want by accident it's not you know, we're kind of just not really aware of it. So that's what coaching really helps because a lot of the time we say we want these things, but our behavior isn't really aligning with that. Yeah, for sure. I had a client that told, said the same, I want to get married. I said, okay, that's what she wants. She goes, but I'm going to get divorced. I said, what? <laughs> oh, no. I was like, Oh, you're not even married yet, girl. You're you're planning the divorce papers. Like, hold up. Let's roll this back a minute. <laughs> same thing. I was like, you're focused on getting divorced <laughs> because that was her perception of what happens in marriage. Like, I guess she's like, she experienced divorce in her family or whatever. But I just when she said that, and I didn't mean to laugh or whatever. But I was like, girl, what's going on? Like, that's what you're focused on. You're saying you want this, but you were focused on this, and usually it's not what you want. So that's it, an excellent point. Yeah, it, that happens all the time. Even in, even I do it too. I think I'm focused on the thing, but I'm really focused on what I'm lacking about why I don't have that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, so this has been awesome. So a little bit more Be Bold. It's on A Guide to Unbreakable Confidence. It's on Amazon now. And I'm not sure when it's shipping, but I'm... Anxiously awaiting. It's pre-ordered. So I think the, the shipping keeps getting delayed a, a little bit. So the last I've heard is the end of May, like May 24th. But if you go to beboldbook.club, you can buy the book through Amazon and upload a screenshot of your proof of purchase. And so because um, it's pre-orders and you don't right away, I, I'm gifting a free online Unbreakable Confidence course. Um, that comes with five modules and worksheets downloadable and then two bonus. Uh, one's a visual visualization and the other is a mind training. So get that if you go to beboldbook.club and pre-order the book. Great. I'll put that on there. And I went there already. And look, everyone, these are questions that she, some of these questions are like you're one-on-one. -on -one. So it's like you're getting all of Anna <laughs> right there for the cost of a book. And 
it will end your one-on-one. Yeah. Um, and just one last question. I talk a lot about self-care. Um, what do you do for self-care? So for me, self-care, it physically looks different. I don't do the same thing every day, but, but part of it is um, I usually try to incorporate um, some type of juice, like watermelon juice, celery juice, that type of, Ooh. also um, drink uh, these vitamineral green powder drink. So it's uh, just like basically like a green drink. Um, so that, but really I would say what I do consistency consistently is just have an awareness practice um, where I, I try to just be aware even when I'm off, even when I'm having quote unquote bad days, even when I'm having negative thoughts, I try to be really gentle with the awareness of just watching. So, you know, kind of not being the thoughts, but watching the thoughts. And that's really what I would Ooh. been the most transformational for me. And it's also been the thing I feel like is the most loving and, um, but other than that, I, I, I try to, I consistently would say I eat healthy. I do have occasional pizza and pasta, but generally speaking, I, I keep my diet very clean because I know how it affects my mind. So, um, mm. and I, I try to exercise when I can. It's been harder with the pandemic, but exercise is another thing. But overall, I would say just having that awareness, practice and kindness towards myself and I'll just say one last thing. If you're really struggling with confidence, one of the easiest ways to shift is to think about others. Because usually when we're upset, depressed, down, we're, we're, we're thinking about ourselves and what we're lacking. And the easiest way to feel good is to think about others. What can you do for somebody else? So like, for example, if like when you have that fear, Jackie, like you think about what value you can bring to others, right? Like you've gotten that feedback. That's what helps keep you going is that you, you take, take yourself out of the equation. It's not about you. We, we think the world revolves around us and it really doesn't like, so if you think about others, you know, you can do small acts of kindness it really helps as well. Even just checking in on your friends, especially now. Oh, that means so much. And exactly just reaching out to somebody and just saying hi and just yeah. checking in and, um, yeah, the world doesn't revolve around us. <laughs> Maybe our little ones think they do, like <laughs> the little kids think, yeah. but I, <laughs> they're so good. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. I'm just so honored for you to come on here to be on Small Talk. I really appreciate it. And everything you've done for me over like 13 years, you don't know how you're still always somewhere asking me a question, Anna, and I'm like, sometimes I don't want to answer them. And I'm like... Oh God! It's like you know, with coaches, like your clients always have a bit of this love, love. I don't like you sometimes. Yeah, yeah like pushing me, and I don't really want to be pushed. Right. 
can you not do that today? You know, but it's all, it's all good. And I obviously totally support and promote coaching all the time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to be on small talk every Thursday at four o'clock, or you could check the rerun of this. You have to go to the podcast, Apple, uh, Spotify, Audible, and YouTube. Thank you so much. And go get the book. I'll put the information here. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Jackie. Bye. Bye.